Well, people, it happened again. We got Kikuchi tonight. I gotta say, I, I allowed myself to feel just just a little bit of hope, right? After that eight strikeout performance from Kikuchi against the Rays. Admittedly, I took a strikeout prop for him tonight. I started him in my Dynasty Fantasy League, and he gets you. It's like getting it's like getting triple whammied in real life gambling and fantasy baseball. Maybe even quadruple whammied because now I have to do a late night Jays talk where we get to crush on Kikuchi once again. You know the saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Uh, that has never been as relevant as it was tonight. Uh, welcome to Jay's Talk on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali with you this evening. I'm here after all the late night ball games this week. Blair and Barker get some time off on these late nights with their morning program. So I'm here. I'll also here for the whole Mariners series as well. But tonight, Jays lose 5-3 to three to the A's in Oakland. It guarantees a series loss to the A's. The losing skid hits 5. Tied for the longest losing streak of the season. That was from May 7th to 13th. So now this lo- losing skid has tied that. On a night, Yusei Kikuchi was just all over the place. I see a lot of texts at 590-590, name and location, so keep them coming. And again, always leave your name and location so I can give you a shout-out. I will read them on the air. Before we leave the airwaves tonight, I'm curious, what do you think Pete Walker said to Kikuchi when he went out there in the first inning, right? Two consecutive walks to start this game, and the very first mound visit of the game with no outs. Do you think he just, you think he says just, hey, Stop it. Stop throwing that cutter. Stop it. You think that's what he says, but just also with some cussing in there. I I honestly genuinely wonder what they say out there, but honestly, Kikuchi was as erratic as ever. Two and a third innings pitched, two hits, four earned runs, five walks, two hit batters, zero strikeouts. I did not win that strikeout prop, by the way. I took the over, so... Trent Thornton came in. He did stop the bleeding, I guess, in the third inning temporarily. But I did, like, how can this be acceptable at this point, right? I mean, it's one step forward, two steps back, and every other outing for Kikuchi. Yeah, sure. The six innings, eight strikeouts, one run, which is a home run, I think, last time out. This, this was, could not have been more opposite. Joe Siddle was talking about this earlier today on Jay's Talk Plus. And he kind of posited, asked the question aloud, if maybe Kikuchi kind of got away with one against the Rays. And he said that. And again, I mean, Joe is, I've said this before. I think Joe is one of the best analysts in the country when it comes to Blue Jays baseball. But I, I honestly wonder if maybe he was, <laughs> was a little right on that one. Because tonight, again, two and a thirds, four earned runs, five walks. That is truly absurd. That is that this is like this is a historically bad team in Oakland, right? Of all teams to do this against. One of the worst lineups in baseball. We got a text here. I think it's from Randy. And uh, Randy, I think you're in the the GTA area here on the East Coast. Thanks for staying up late. But Randy says if you didn't know which was the worst team or one of the worst teams in the major when you're watching this game, you wouldn't know it. Basically, like if you didn't know what the record of the Oakland A's was and you didn't know what the record of the Blue Jays were and you watched yesterday and today, you might think the worst team in baseball was the Blue Jays, which, again, is that a little bit of hyperbole? Absolutely, it is. For sure, it is. Don't get me wrong. It, it absolutely 1000% is. But at the same time, you can't you can't have the kinds of things we saw yesterday with guys swinging out of their shoes. And then again tonight, 
with the pitching being all over the place. I believe they tied a season high in a team wide walks this evening. Certainly five of them coming from the arm of Kikuchi, but Thornton walked a guy. Trevor Richards walked a couple of guys. It's just, it's not, that's not promising. I, I mean, especially from Trevor Richards. The guy was on the IL with the neck strain and then walked a couple of guys. He, he did have a couple of good swings and misses there. He was helped up by the defense as well. But I mean, boy, it is, uh, it's not super promising. I got to say, like we at Sportsnet, right? We watch, listen, talk about, argue, dare I say, about the Blue Jays essentially all day, every day, right? Seven days a week more or less all season long. When it's the off season, we discuss who they should grab in free agency, right? Uh, during the season, it's trade targets, batting orders, the starting lineups, who to go to first out of the bullpen, like how you get the ball from the arm of the starter to the arm of the closer, that kind of thing. Even on off days during the season, will this off day help the bullpen get out some rest? Will it affect the starting rotation too much? Like it's all we talk about, right? And I dare say, if you are listening to this program right now, Jay's talk, then that means you care enough about this team to either stay up late and listen or to seek out the podcast itself later on. So I include you, the listener, as well when I say that despite all of the news and information, we kind of, we all, we, the royal we here, soak in as people who like watch and listen on an extremely regular basis. I can honestly say, Sometimes I have no idea, no earthly idea what to truly expect from this Blue Jays team. Like if the bats are hot, the pitching is atrocious. If the pitching is good, the bats go cold. If there are runners on base, the chance to tie things up, something insane happens on the base paths. Like we saw today in the sixth inning. Like that was honestly, I think Luis Rivera has done, but at least this season, if you want to just, if you want to crush him for decisions he made in 2021 or, or, or prior, I mean, that, that's a different conversation. So far this year, I think we have seen few blunders at third base in terms of sends from third. That has got to be, honestly, that has got to be one of the worst sends, maybe of any team across Major League Baseball this entire season, right? One of the things I do for the broadcast is, I'm sure you hear it on occasion, is do the pitching changes, right? So one of the things I'm doing during the game, in addition to making notes for Jay's talk, is going around the league and looking at things that have happened. So obviously you're not watching like every single moment of every single game across the entirety of Major League Baseball. That's just unrealistic. But at the same time, I feel like I see a lot of like silly and dumb plays that happen all over the place. There's some plays where guys boot throws from first to home or home into, into left or right field or what have you. Crazy stuff happens all the time. Right. It happens all the time. And uh, I got to say that Luis Rivera sent tonight was was awful. It, it was it was truly awful. I've seen it a couple of times now. Thanks to the miracle that is technology. That is not to me. That's not on Alejandro Kirk. He like when he is running. Right. So when he takes off from second base, he doesn't actually even start at second. Right. He kind of starts like like maybe maybe two fifths of the way between second and third. Right. He's kind of like 25 percent or ish away from the bag between second and third base. He doesn't know where the ball is when Pinder picks it up, right? He is already running, but Pinder cuts the ball off in the outfield, immediately delivers it to second base. When that ball gets to second base, Alejandro Kirk has more or less just reach, just reach the bag at third. 
and Luis Rivera sent him then. Like, Kirk never broke stride, and we all know Kirk is not the most fleet of foot, right? The guy is the best catcher in Major League Baseball, dare I say, but the, one of his strengths is not is not bolting around the bases, right? Like, that is truly, that has got to be one of the worst sends from third I've seen. It's for sure the worst send from third I've seen all season long, but that has got to be one of the worst ones we've seen, including the past couple of years. Like, there's no, you can't, sugarcoat something like that like Chad Pinder doesn't have the greatest arm he's no Lourdes he was moving towards center field but I don't know if Alejandro Kirk is the guy trucking towards third then you don't chance it there right like had Kirk stopped at third base as he probably should have the bases would have been loaded with one out in a two-run game they had like what three straight hits and they didn't get a run out of any of that, that is honestly, that is, that is, that is truly terrible. That is truly terrible. Um, let's get to the text line here. And again, you can text me at 590, 590, leave your name and location so I can give you a shout out. Uh, Ray from Aurora, who texts all the time. Ray, I appreciate the text, man. He says that Atkins signed this useless pitcher, he being Kikuchi, uh, for three years and extended Barrios to a seven-year extension. We are screwed with these two guys, just like the Leafs, maybe next year. No hockey references, Ray. I've tried that before. People don't like that. No hockey references. But how about Vlad and Lourdes Gurriel Jr. having the night off? Why wouldn't you want, to want those guys hitting? Cheers, Ray. I'll say this. I'm not, I'm not as down on the Barrios extension as maybe a lot of people are. Sure, has he been the guy... You thought you're getting based on what we saw for the most part once he was traded from the Twins to the Jays last season? No. So far this season, no. But I still think the 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 general peripherals are there with Barrios. And last time out, it was, a, it was a gutty start, right? What was it? Ended up being five innings. Pitch count got a little away from him. But I'm still willing to think that with Barrios, that what we have seen with him is to me not nearly as troubling as what we have seen from Yusei Kikuchi, right? I see another one here from Sam in Manitoba. Uh, if by some miracle the Jays can trade Yusei Kikuchi, does Thornton have to be included in that package? Kind of like a Josh Tholey with R.A. Dickey situation. I'm not sure about that, but I got to say, if the Blue Jays, let's say they try and move off of Kikuchi, right? Let's just say, because here's the thing. If we want to have the conversation about like cutting him or DFAing him, if he gets DFA'd, the Blue Jays will essentially be on the hook for the entire deal because what will happen is, let's say he gets DFA'd, he's not going to get claimed, right? So what's going to happen is he's going he's gonna to be free to sign with any other team based on he, the way he's played so far this season. I can't imagine any team is going to be giving him a massive contract. So let's say he gets whatever the minimum is. The Blue Jays are on the hook between... Essentially, you're on the hook for the difference between whatever the original deal is and whatever deal you sign, whatever new deal you sign. So I feel like in like 99% of cases when players are DFA'd, if you're getting the minimum from a new team, the old team is on the hook for like, what, like 95% of that original contract. So the Jays aren't going to, I imagine, want to eat that much money. Maybe they will. Maybe I, I mean, if I'm proven wrong on that, hey, I'll, I'll be glad to be proven wrong on that of all things. Right, but I just I feel like they're not going to eat the contract. So if that's the case, you either have to put him in the bullpen, which I find I, I, I'm a little afraid of. I mean, the guy is erratic. Do we want another bullpen pitcher throwing like hitting guys and 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 walking guys? I don't think so. Right, honestly, I don't I don't think so. The other solution is to just bench the guy and have you have him have him skip a couple of starts here until he figures it out and. 
I mean, Gosman is injured. He It sounds pretty unlikely that he's going to make a start in Seattle. So no Gosman. I guess that would mean he's going to miss the Thursday game because Thursday is the – tomorrow is Barrios and then and it's Wednesday. So Thursday is when uh, Gosman usually would go after Barrios. And it certainly sounds like right now he's not going to make that start. We might see Casey Lawrence in that spot. So if that's the case, Chap- uh, Gosman is not – making a start, and then Kikuchi is not making a start. So who are your reliable pitchers now? It's basically just Barrios, and eh, we're kind of eh on, on Barrios right now. Alec Manoa didn't have a good outing. You hope the fastball velo slider command, the slider break, so on. You hope that's not super troubling. And then what? So what? You basically have two starters. I know Ross Stripling actually has been very solid, but boy, I just, I just feel like the starting rotation is playing with some serious fire right now. I mean, at this point... You, I, the, there's no wrong answer. Let's put it that way. There's no wrong answer for what you got to do with Yusei Kikuchi, right? It, it, do you just put an opener in front of Kikuchi, no matter who it is? I mean, it's not going to be Casey Lawrence because Lawrence, like I said, is starting probably in the in the space of uh, a Gossman on Thursday. So if, if it's not Casey Lawrence, it's it's certainly not going to be Thomas Hatch. Let's just, I don't think anyone had that thought in the back, but if you did in the back of your mind, it's not happening. It's not going to be Thomas Hatch. 12 hits and 10 earned runs on uh, on on the weekend against the Rays. Mm-mm. No one wants to see that. I don't want to see that. You guys don't want to see that. Uh, no chance. No thank you. Pass. Hard pass on that. Uh, but, I mean, would you take a Max Castillo start right as an opener? You go for kind of like a Ray-Z type of start, right? You go two innings with Castillo, then you bring Kikuchi in? I mean... I was kind of against it a couple times, a couple of starts ago for Kikuchi, even though he struggled two starts ago. But boy, I how could they? How could any answer be wrong at this point? I honestly, I don't think any answer is wrong, right? I don't know. That's a that's tough. I, I, that's the other thing to answer to Sam's question. A super long winded way of answering Sam's question. If by some miracle the Jays can trade you, say Kikuchi, I, I think miracle is the operative word there, Sam. I, I'm thinking that the Jays will probably not be. Not be, uh, I, I don't think they're going to be finding many suitors out there for Yusei Kikuchi, right? Even like the the worst teams in Major League Baseball would probably shy away from that contract at this point. Uh, I see another text here from, well, there's no, actually, there's no name on this one, but it just says, this team has too many holes. I don't think it will be possible to do all the heavy lifting before trade deadline. Seems more like an off uh, an off-season thing. The way they're playing, I'm beginning to feel apathetic about them. Find myself watching less of them turning on other games and watching with my MLB package. Yeah, you know what? Uh, unnamed texter, I feel like you are probably not alone. Something tells me you are not alone because because people were promised, right? They were promised a movie. They are promised a damn good movie. And so far it has been, ah, gosh, it's like going to watch Jiggly at the, at, at, in theaters, right? No one wants that. It's like watching the one of the biggest box office flops underperforming flops at the box office. You guys know I love my movie references. I'll always, I'll, I'm always here for a movie reference, but last year you saw the trailer, this year you saw the movie. I mean, look, I, I don't think all is lost. All is definitely not lost. The Blue Jays, I think, are still in a playoff spot, and the record is, at this point, compared to last year, is still, relatively speaking, comparable. But I think there are... So like, if you're... My hand is probably inching closer to the panic button, but it, it's very, it's some specific issues that st- stand out as particularly glaring. And uh, the Kikuchi starts are just like, there's no way 
even if the next time out, right? Let's say, let's just say they have no choice and they start Kikuchi against the Mariners at some point in that four game series later on this week or to end the weekend, what have you, right? There's no way anyone is going to be all that confident because if Julio Rodriguez walks up there to face Kikuchi, which he will, you're going to expect that to be a ball in the seats the way Julio Rodriguez is playing. That guy is, is also crazy, right? Like if you see, if you go look up some of the statistics for this young man, he is balling out and you want a guy like that to play against you say Kikuchi. Like I would rather take my chances with like Matt Gage or something. And I don't mean, I don't say that to slight Matt Gage. I just mean, it, it, how can you, you just can't feel confident about, about you say Kikuchi. I struggle to find the words, because I don't want to, I don't want to like really, I don't, I don't know, I feel, I feel kind of bad sometimes just crapping on one guy over and over and over again. But he put the team in an early hole tonight, and there are a lot of uncompetitive pitches, right? And, and the, the the awful thing is, we did see the fastball from him, and again, he could not command the fastball. I don't know, I, it must be a mental thing at this point because he clearly has ridiculously well-refined physical tools. It must be a ment- It must be a mental thing for him. And uh, people have texted in before about how maybe it snowballs. Like you, you hit a guy and then you walk a guy and you think, oh boy, I'm crap. I'm, I'm, I'm really crap in the bed right now. Oh man, this, this really sucks. And then you, you go out there and it co- you compound your mistakes. Like I said, snowballs rolling at 100 miles an hour downhill for, for Yusei Kikuchi right now. Uh, more texts on the text line. I see one here from Andre out in Nanaimo. So uh, for me, it's late, but you, it's just the end of the evening, Andre. So I appreciate the text. He says, also, I've been to Nanaimo a couple of times. A very, very pretty town on the island, on Vancouver Island. I got to say, my biggest regret is that I put out $2,000 to catch a couple of games in Seattle this weekend to watch (laughs) watch this disgusting display. I think I will just take the loss, stay home, enjoy my weekend rather than pay through the nose to be frustrated. Seattle will not be gouging me this year with their $500 ticket and $600 a night hotel. I am done with this clown car. R.I.P. That is from Andre and Nanaimo. Look, if you, are, uh, if you can't get back any deposits, I suggest you go, Andre. But, um, uh, and you might enjoy, uh, you might enjoy the, the, the crowd experience, I will say. It's not Safeco. Uh, T-Mobile Field. <laughs> I don't know why. That's ingrained in my head. It'll always be Safeco Field to me. I, I think you might enjoy going. I remember we had someone texted in like, about a month ago, and I, I apologize, forgot your name, but they were texting in from Calgary or somewhere in Alberta, and they had said it was whenever the Blue Jays played the Red Sox, not, the, not this last week, but the time prior, and I remember they were like, oh, where do you think the Jays will be when I go to Seattle for that four-game series? I said, I remember distinctly, I said to that texter, the Blue Jays will be at eight or nine games above 500. That's what I said at the time. Right now, the Blue Jays are, actually, I guess they are, what, six games above 500 right now? So I guess between now, well, no, I guess even if they win tomorrow, that means at best it can be seven games above 500 heading into Seattle on Thursday. So I guess there's no way that's gonna, that's going to come true, but it's uh it's unfortunate. It is it is very unfortunate that uh, the Jays are uh where they are. Um we're going to step aside. When we come back, we will continue to take your texts at 59590 name and location. And uh we'll continue breaking down this Blue Jays 5-3 loss, a series loss for the Blue Jays in Oakland at the hands of the Athletic. But you're listening to Jays Talk here, Show Alley with you for a couple more minutes on the SportsNet Radio Network. Welcome back to Jay's Talk 
on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Show Ali with you for a couple more minutes as we break down this Jays 5-3 loss to the Oakland Athletics. The losing streak has hit five, tied for the longest losing streak of the season, unfortunately. But uh, still, we are here. We are taking your texts on Jays Talk, 590-590, name and location. Still some time to squeeze a couple in. Uh, we'll get back to the text line in a sec, but first, the Bet365 standings update. With Bet365, you can watch thousands of live games, build your own bet. You can even make a bet while the game's still being played. 19 plus, play responsibly, Ontario only. I did make a bet, and I bet the over on the strikeouts for Yusei Kikuchi today. Four and a half was the line, and he ended with zero. So I'm going to say, without checking my phone, I'm going to say I did not win that bet. Uh, let's look at the standings update. The Yankees, uh, they lost tonight, actually. They were off yesterday, and they're starting a series in Pittsburgh against the Pirates. They lost 5-3 to three against the, uh, the pardon me, 5-2 to two at the hands of the Pittsburgh Pirates. David Bednar showcasing his skills. He's a popular trade target these days, right? He uh, shuts out the Yankees in the top of the ninth inning and uh, struck out Aaron Judge looking to end that one. So the Yankees fall to 58-23. and 23. The Red Sox... They lost tonight as well. They are 45-36 and 36 after an 8-4 defeat at the hands of the Tampa Bay Rays. But, of course, with the win, the Rays improved to 44-37. and 37. The Orioles managed to win as well tonight. They uh, were down 9-8 in the bottom of the ninth inning and came back to win 10-9 in 10 innings. They're now 38-44, and 44, and I mentioned already the Blue Jays are 44-38. and 38. So as the things, as the standings shake out here, uh, the Blue Jays are actually fourth in the AL East right now. They are at a game and a half back of the Red Sox, and they are a half game back of the Tampa Bay Rays. So still still very uh, doable, obviously, right? But as things go right now, I, uh, they are, I believe they are occupying the last wildcard spot right now in, uh, in the American League. But that's a quick check of the Bet365 standings. Update. Let's go back to the text line, 590-590. Let's see. Kevin from Brampton. Kevin's up late with us. He says, the movie may be starting off bad. I still have faith and optimism they can figure it out. They have not yet hit their stride. They have not played as well as they are capable of. I appreciate the optimism, Kevin. I, I, I tend to agree with you, right? Like, this this is the part of the movie where things are really dire, right? And you're not you're not sure. I feel like typically formula, the formulaic movies, the, you, everything looks like the hero's down and out, and then there's still some time for them to come back. Um, we don't know how this one particularly will end. Um, but, uh, I, I, I try and be a little positive myself, but I got to say it was, it was another, certainly not as listless as last night, but still it wasn't a, wasn't a promising showing against one of the worst teams in major league baseball. But I do appreciate that text, Kevin. I see another one here. Uh, let's see from Adam in Vancouver. I hate to be negative, but part of me wants the Jays to lose this next game and the Seattle series. So people can finally give up on the quote, we need to make these big upgrades by the deadline to make it deep in the playoffs, end quote. This team is so far off from being a contending team. Even a streak of some wins will not be sustained. It's not ready. The offense and pitching. Kikuchi is the worst starter in baseball. Enough is enough. The front office may have screwed up the bone of latter years with terrible pitching moves. May have. Emphasis on may have. Emphasis his, not mine, <laughs> on may have. Uh, I, I, you know what? Kikuchi, there's no, there's, like I said, there's no two ways about it. He... I don't know if they can actually get rid of him, 
But at the same time, I do think that something needs to give there. Like there's, you know, how they often say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. It's kind of like it reminds me of that that scene from The Simpsons. Remember when Bart and, and Lisa puts like the electrodes on the cupcake and Bart touches it and like zaps him. And then at the end of that scene, he just goes, ow, ow. Ow. <laughs> that, that, that's what it reminds me of. Starting Kikuchi every night. That's what it reminds me of. It's like, I, I just, I, you ex- don't expect to see a different result if, if you don't see anything different. And again, maybe that's on me a little bit for getting my hopes up after that performance against the Rays. But whenever, like, based on what we've seen this year, doesn't it kind of feel like that and the other six inning outing he had this year? I think there was a couple of seven strikeout games for him earlier this season. I think it was in May. Doesn't it kind of feel like, those are the aberrations and not not these kinds of games. That's unfortunate, but that's that's kind of where I'm starting to fall on this. I see here uh, another one. Uh, Kikuchi only lasted two and a third. Where's the offense after he left? The two recent losses are on the offense more than the pitching. Jeremy from Norwich, uh, or Norwich, he, why do they keep sitting Guriel Jr. so much during his hot streak, especially when sp- sitting Springer and then now today, Vladdy on the same day? I will say... Sitting Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Lourdes Gurriel Jr., I, I know this front office is so strict with their days off. And again, and, and I say front office, right? A lot of people see the lineup come out and they'd crush Charlie Montoyo for it. And I think there are reasons to get on Montoyo's case for things. I think there are reasons to get on Ross Atkins for things. There, there will always be reasons to criticize the, the management and front office probably forever, right? No matter how good your team is, right? The Yankees have won 58 games. You'll, you're still going to see people crapping on, on Aaron Boone and so on, right? I almost said Joe Girardi on, a- on Aaron Boone. That's going to happen, right? But at the same time, boy, the the lineup stuff is almost, I almost feel like it's almost not in Charlie Montoya's control, or if it is, if any part of it is, it's a very small part, right? Like these decisions these days, when you take guys out of games, and so on. It's no, I feel like it's no longer made by just the manager. It's made by like the, that decision is made by five or six different people now. And the manager of which is one, but, uh, but yeah, I will say that to sit Vladimir Guerrero jr. And Lourdes Gurriel jr. Only to have Vladdy play for most of the game anyways, seems to defeat the purpose, right? Like if you're going to do that, or if you're, you're prepared and willing to do that, just start Vladdy. Just start the guy at first base. Kevin Bejo actually has played very well, I thought. Overall, this I, I would say since he's come back, remember he had COVID, and then he came back off the COVID IL, then he had a rehab stint in Buffalo. Since he has come back from the Bisons, I actually feel like I actually feel like Kevin Bejo has been very good. So I'm not I'm not saying don't play Bejo because he's been bad. It's just if you have someone like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and you're prepared to play him a lot, just play the guy. That's all. That's on. That's honestly where it is. Um, I see another one from Justin in Nova Scotia. Wow, you're even later than, than we are here in Toronto, Justin. He says, my heart says blow it up right now. My head says relax. A lot of ball left. I hope they fix it soon. P.S. Send Kikuchi to Moon Jail. <laughs> yes, I think that's, I think you're, that probably sums up, sums it up pretty well. Uh, I like that text a lot. I appreciate that one. Um, when can we start the fire, Charlie Chant? Is Lopez from Miami available? Look, I, I think if, if, much like we have this conversation in other sports, if the Jays fail to make the playoffs again with the hype around this team, heads will roll. I don't think there's any question about that. Changes will have to be made almost by out of necessity, I think, 
Um, and as for that second question, is Lopez from Miami available? Hey, you're preaching to the choir on Pablo Lopez. You're never going to prize Sandy Alcantara away from the Marlins. Honestly, maybe never. Maybe not, maybe not until he's like 38 years old, I feel like, right at this point. But Pablo Lopez, I again, it's going to cost you a lot. But I, I do think it's uh, it's worth looking into because Pablo Lopez might not be a bad addition. And I, I mean, would you rather have Pablo Lopez or Yusei Kikuchi? I think uh, 100 out of 100 people would say Pablo Lopez. Hey, I appreciate all the texts tonight, everyone. That's a lively text line after a, after some troublesome baseball we saw today. But I appreciate all the texts. Uh, thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feature wild side baseball fans. Jays lose to the A's 5-3 tonight in Oakland. And tomorrow, another start. The rotation turns over. Jose Barrios will go for the Jays. James Caprillion will go for the A's. For Tom, for show, Blair and Barker have some daytime Jays talk tomorrow. And I'll be back for the entire Mariners series. You're stuck with me later on this week. Have a good night, everyone. Sleep fast. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>